costs are you going to wind back on for the for the cost of living crisis this summer season? Yeah, good point. I'm uh, I'm looking to trim off about six and a half percent of my spending um, Your over summer. Over summer, so you know I, I won't have that twentieth pint. <laughs> I just won't have it. Grant Robertson would be a much bigger threat to Lamingtons than Lamingtons would be a threat to Grant Robertson. Not the slushies! I wonder whether or not anyone ever asked Barack Obama and John Key if they met because they were of similar age. High taxing, big spending, big government. OK, Boomer. National will get New Zealand back on track. New Zealand is the greatest little country in the world. Hello and welcome back to the Iron Duke Podcast, your weekly recap of all things policy and politics, where we run you through our peaks and our pits, interesting bits and anything that fits from Aotearoa and around the globe. I'm Maddie Burgess-Smith and I'm joined semi-live at Iron Duke Studios with Principal Consultant Byron Terrace. Hello, it's great to be back on another episode of the Iron Duke <laughs> Isn't Podcast. It just, when is it not? Oh, is it I've, n- I've never had a moment on here where I'm just, I hate this. So <laughs> it's just full positivity all the time. All I, this yeah. week, we're covering up a new parliamentary resignation shock horror. Maddie shall reveal who this is. We're going to talk a little bit about how quickly the government's moving, those massive peaks of immigration, and also some gloom and doom about the economy. Mad Maddie, mad dog. (laughs) Do not call me that. Please redact. Just call me by my given Christian name. Madison, please take us away. My pet of the week is the um, resignation of Calvin Davis. And... You may wonder why. My question to you, Calvin, if you're out there listening, what took you so long, mate? <laughs> what took you so long? He did say he, he would leave. He swore he would resign if he lost his seat. And lo and behold, he got his ass handed to him and still stuck around. Like, does he forget that we all heard him say that? Mm. He said his last engagement is going to be on Waitangi Day, so he's going to continue to get a paycheck over the summer break. Look, anyone who has really not loved their employer that much um, understands exactly what he's doing there. But my frustration is that he's not even going back to what he said initially, which is, you know, I'm going to resign if I lose. The statement that he's putting out is, having been an MP since 2008... Keeping in mind, he actually got turfed out for three years, but mm. he's, he's failed to omit that from the mm. press statement. Mm. I learnt that from an old Google, didn't I? Mm. And now that we are no longer in government, it is time to move on to other opportunities. In other words, he's taken the time since he lost to find a job. To right? find a new f***ing job, yeah, no, which is enough. really standard because Stuart Nash did the exact same thing. You've decided that you're going to leave and rather than just piss off and make room for the next person to come in off the list who actually wants to serve and deliver for their community, you sit around on a government paycheck, which is hefty, listeners, is a bloody hefty paycheck, whilst you just do Zoom job interviews, oh, look, which is exactly what he did. He's moving to Australia. So, And like for him to make the statement about himself, like it's yeah. not even like, oh, I've really enjoyed serving the community and no. I think it's time to make space for, you know, someone younger or someone. No, 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 no. I need to go find other opportunities. Honestly, you can see how Hone Hari would have bet this guy three times. I think he was a pretty ineffective politician. Do New Zealanders know that for a period he was the deputy leader of the Labour Party? Do New Zealanders know that 
when he was corrections minister, a whole fucking prison burnt down, and we just there was a prison we just riot. turned we just forgot we just was like oh people let oh, okay that's just something that happens now. He didn't lose his job. He didn't get fired. He didn't he get hauled over the coals. He's just like oh look bad shit happens sometimes. This he guy was is also the minister in charge of OT for a really long time. Yeah, you know that place yeah, that continues know, that's, to that's pretty tr- that's pretty that's allow children to perish. Well, it's pretty bad. It's a pretty, yeah, exactly. So he's kind of got a pretty negative legacy behind him, mm. and quite frankly. <laughs> PNL, pe- pretty negative legacy. I don't think people will notice that he's gone. King yeah. Daddy Davis is no more. So Tracy McClellan, 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 McClellan. She comes in next off the list. She is the uh, list MP based in Banks Peninsula. She lost her seat to Vanessa Weenick. 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 These are people. These are that great last names. Just don't really need to get know these people yet. Yet. You know? Watch the space, right? Mm, you know. You know. You never know. People keep resigning. <laughs> that's right. No one knew who Chris Luxon wasn't. Oh no, that's not true. That's. <laughs> Byron, what's your peak of the week? My peak of the week is how fast this government is doing what it said it would do. And (laughs) And some other stuff. What's hilarious is that it's taking people by surprise Mm. that they're actually doing the shit they said they were going to do. Honestly, it's it's like that little Pikachu f***ing meme where everyone's looking. you're going to lose me here. uh, It's just, okay. I I'm pick a choo choo choose you. No, no, Is that what it was going to be? No. I pick a choo choo choose to the, reform like, you. It's the pr- surprised face. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's the surprised face Pikachu meme. Cool. Yeah, cool. I gotcha. The whole public is the surprised <laughs> face Pikachu meme when it knew that this is what the government wanted to do. So basically, week one, Parliament. Bang, repeal, bang, repeal, bang, repeal. Clean card discount, just gone. Just gone. Fair pay agreements (laughs) and unfair pay agreements, they are gone. Smoke-free legislation, au revoir. Smoke-me legislation. Get your ashtray out and cry into it. That's just been bang, bang, bang. Break hearts, munch darts. That's the way it is for this government. I think one thing that has really taken New Zealanders by surprise, and certainly the political commentariat, is... Ourselves. That... They're actually just doing it. There is no, we haven't seen the emergence of working groups. We haven't seen the emergence of like, you know, panels of experts. We haven't seen the emergence of, oh, we're going to ask the officials to do some shit and blah, blah, blah. They're just cracking on. No consultation time is there. Now, there'll be a lot of people listening to this that hate all of these policies. They hate these repeals. And guess what? Suck it up. Like, it's just the way it is. It is what it is. is I don't necessarily completely agree with all of it. It's just happening. Oh, don't you? Right? It's just (laughs) happening. Don't you? And so, where, uh, you know, I gave some advice to a client the other day because believe it or not ladies and gentlemen you do actually have a job which is don't waste your time fighting against things that are in these coalition agreements and that are just going to happen don't dream it's over you don't have a lot of energy to expel hey now so just you're just firing zingers and zingers and zingers (laughs) left right and centre I'm not being derailed I am not the fairies I am not being derailed okay I've gave this piece of advice don't waste your energy on stuff that's written down it's going to happen and it's kind of certain if you hate it you hate it that's fine log your objection move on spend your energy doing something somewhere else you just you you literally just repeated advice that a paying client yeah f- paid for yeah but I didn't for free but guess what no details no not, but still, not policy still everyone that's listening X. to the podcast you've got to be getting an invoice for that free advice from Byron there because that was good advice that's it's cracking advice but. Not going to tell you which policy. Not going to give you the policy help. Not going to be able to write up your proposed opposite. Uh, hey, if you, know? you if you want to put in a uh, a bid for Byron's time, bterrace at iron-duke. Uh, bad email, 
uh, we know, we all know there's a bad emails at iron-duke.com. Wow, you just totally doxed me. <laughs> <laughs> do you want my mobile number two? Just add me on Facebook. 021 Just It's your one. Oops. <laughs> this is turning into an unmitigated disaster. Okay, Maddie, that's my peak. Government moving with pace. What's your peak? My peak of the week? New Zealand moving with pace. There's 5.27 million of us now. The population has grown by 3% in the last year. A strong number. Net migration, 118,000 people decided to move here. 18,000. That's a lot. So 44,000 people left and like 160,000 people showed up. And quick math, 118,000 oh, net yeah. migration. People really want to be here. Is this a record? It is a record year. In fact, we may have the highest per capita net migration in the OECD. That oh, is the wow. fastest growing country in the OECD. And By population. By population. I, yes, and literally nothing else. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, good segue. The exciting part about this is we have a huge amount of kind of COVID catch up to do. Yeah, nice. So many open jobs, unemployment, super unsta Everyone's always like, yay, unemployment, super, you're low. That's a bad thing. Listeners. We'll talk about that in a second we'll as well. We'll talk about that in a second. Look at you, we're gosh. Gonna, we're going to tell, I'm going to let Byron explain it because he's a man, he's so much better at explaining things than I am. Uh, I'm glad you know that. Australia, also net record year, 500,000 people, that's half a million people have shown up to Australia. Australians though, a lot more worried about it than we are. They put out a statement, they, them, Australia, the concept, put out a statement saying we want to have. So you're telling me Australians collectively issued a press release. <laughs> well, they're racists, anyone knows that. And we want to halve migrants. They put out a statement saying we want to have. Your top half, bottom half, so or like much, left half, right? so much easier to derail. Uh, they are going to have, have, have migration. <laughs> Chop them in half. 500,000 people to 250,000 people by 2025. So they have said this Whoa, is very concerning. A, Christopher Luxon, he, wow. him, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, has said that our current migration settings are unsustainable. It's just a vibe word really though, isn't it? Well, I think it's like, oh, unsustainable doesn't really mean... Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. Unsustainable isn't like, I hate migrants. It also isn't, I love migrants. But you hear what you want to hear. So yeah. if, you, if you're anti-migration, you're like, yep, he hears me. And if you're pro-migration, you're like, yes, he hears me. New Zealand first hate this. Yeah. They've walked into a, a visa processing system. They tried to system. put a cap on migrants last time they were in government with she, her, Jacinda Ardern. Yes, and uh, <laughs> Andrew Little was vibing around like, oh, maybe 10,000 net migration a year is a good idea. 10,000. We've got 10 times that now. Crazy. 10,000 people. That was um, quick math. We had 19,000 net individuals created here. Birthed. No, because you have to subtract all of the dieds, all of the deaths. Oh, so we had a positive birth rate. Positive birth rate, still which pretty, is pretty crazy. Still it's pretty slow. Low. It's, it's low, low, but a lot of place, places, negative birth rate. More people are getting yeeted off the planet than showing up. We still are not at replacement, though, are we? We're like one point. No, no, no we're, at, we're, at, we're at replacement. Are we? Yeah, it's like 2.01 is what you need to be for. And what are we, 2.001? Yeah. Well, like Japan's like 1.7. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. bad. Hey, population stats demographics. Who? So much fun, right? Oh, fantastic. So much fun. You more new New Zealanders. Them. Lots of new New Zealanders. I, I just, New Zealand needs to be bigger. It does. It certainly We need does. more of us. Wellington's a village. We, I want more New Zealanders to move to Wellington. Auckland, one of the fastest growing cities in the world. But guess what? Kind of full, you know? Yeah. House prices, Shocker. that whole thing, congestion. Shocker. That's not migrants' fault, though. It's not. It's because we're really slow it's at the building births. infrastructure. It's the births. It's not the births it's either. too many births. There's like six of them. We are um, not good at building infrastructure. We're not good country. at building infrastructure. And do you want to know who builds our infrastructure? Migrants. Crazy. Chicken or the egg. Anyway, um, what do you have left to talk about? 
<laughs> you can't remember whether we're at peak or pit or just vibe based. Uh, so I'm going to riff off your kind of high migration. You know, it's all positive. It's oh, really nice. You've got numbers. And I'm going to be the yin to your yang. I'm going to be the pit to your peak. The economy is in the putts. <laughs> it is not in good shape. <laughs> Unfortunately. Have you been reading the news again? Oh, I've been reading the news. Yeah. Oh, I've been looking at Stats New Zealand. Holy shit. Unfortunately, the economy contracted. That means get smaller. There's me being a good mansplainer for you. The economy contracted. Listeners, just so you know, he does it with hand actions as well. <laughs> Gesticulations. It's just going on. The economy fell by 0.3%. Oh, 0.3, blah, 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 blah. But the best part about these statistics that came out is that for the March quarter this year, Statistics New Zealand have played around with this number three times now. It was down, then it was nothing, zero. But now they've revised it down again, which means we were in a recession from December last year. Boom, 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 boom. And the reason that Byron knows that is because um, Henry, who's a new character in the Iron Jukes at Com, uh, that is our live, he's actually polling quite well with our viewers. He said that we went in a technical recession and. Byron just fing bopped him Byron in the nose just, and said, honestly, Guess what? It was awful to watch. Read, read the numbers. It's like, I'm expecting a big old HR hooey on Monday about that one. So, yeah, we, we're in a technical recession. The economy is, is basically fucked at the moment. Yeah. It's pretty grim. There isn't a lot of bubbly well, you growth. You need to spend 6.5% less. And speaking of your unemployment stats that you had there before, unfortunately. I didn't, I didn't have any stats. I was waiting for you. Oh, okay. So, the numbers man. Riffing on the non existent unemployment stats, some really nasty numbers coming out of the job market now. 28% fewer job ads yeah. this quarter than the same quarter last year. Good and thing Calvin Davis got in fast. Great point. Well, he's going to Australia, so he's just part of the net migration. Oh, he picture. is. Yeah. He's just a statistic. He's just a stat. Who would have thought? And applications per job ad up, up by 5% month on month. Mm. So more people are going for fewer jobs, and that is not a good leading indicator for our spluttering, stuttering economy. That is what Finance Stay Minister her. Nicola Willis is picking she up. She, her. She, her. She's, that's what she's walking into. That's what this government is walking into. And you've just realised we can't build infrastructure, so how, what is the plan to get ourselves out get of this rut? LGBT. Let's, Let's get, get back, back on, on track. track. Exactly. How do we get out of this rut? That's the big question for the new government. And I haven't seen much yet. I mean, we've seen a lot of pace and repeals and all that kind of stuff. You make um, English an official language. Do you want me to do that personally, <laughs> or is that like a what? That, we, no, or is that your economic plan? That's the government's oh, plan to get LGBT. Let's get back on track. Oh. Make English an official language. Uh, repeal smoking? Oh no, no, sorry. no. That's actually that's quite good. Repeal smoking ban. The smoking brand brings in a billion dollars a year. You know that, right? I do, and taxation. so do Treasury. And Treasury never ever accounted for the reduction in excise duty oh, in their forward projections. That's terrible. Yeah. That is why you need people with economic backgrounds to work in those sorts of jobs, not and just people like us. I'd quite like a parliamentary budget office that could independently cross policies as well. I'm a big fan of that. I like that. Isn't that Treasurer's role? It sh no, because they can't go and look at the opposition and go, oh, the opposition's saying these policies would cost this much when actually they cost this. Because, of no, course, Treasury served the yeah, government yes, of the day. Yes, but then all... That's like why you need it to be parliamentary. I'm the nerd in this situation. It needs to be parliamentary reporting to parliament, not reporting to the government yeah, over the day. Then, but then you could just use that as a unit to do all your fiscal costings for you, which would take a whole bunch of money out of your... Because you, you could just, Still like... Still sits in... Yeah, but you could just, like, fudge your numbers knowing that there's going to be someone who fact-checks it. What's that's like when I just like word vomit a proposal for a client and then I'm like, oh, do you mind proofreading this? When really I know you're going to do most of the work. Nice, 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 nice. I'm, I'm but a work mule in this office. I'm, <laughs> I am the pack horse. You're a humble servant. I'm just an ass. Anyway, <laughs> well, Maddie, I think it's time for Hot or Not. 
Hot or not. Mine have a theme. Oh, okay. This I was thinking about my hot or nots based on stuff I read, and I th- I can't make this a hot or not, but um, what percentage of New Zealanders do you think are vegetarian? Eight. And what percentage of New Zealanders do you think are vegan? Three. That's really interesting, because Henry outside also said 8%, which goes to show you're both living in a f***ing bubble. How many people are vegetarians? 2% of all New Zealanders are vegetarian. Dose. 2% wow. and only 074 are vegan. Why are they catered to everywhere? No, Byron, this has been the biggest wake up call for me today. Are you becoming a vegan? A is we this, live in a bubble. Is this, I also are you making an announcement shocked. to the office that you're going to become a vegan? Is no, that what this I'm is? In solidarity it. with your 0.2% minority brothers? No, I just think we need to spend more time in the regions because clearly, clearly, New Zealand is not vegetarian. Well, I tell you what's not on track Wellington. Not on track. Not on track yet. You need. A lot of road cones. I really like the self... Actually, there you go. My first hot or not. The incredibly self-aware Christmas tree made out of road cones that the Wellington City Council's put up. Yeah, hot. It's nice. United Airlines. Now flying from direct San Francisco to Christchurch. Yay. (laughs) Love it. It is the first time in 17 years there has been a direct flight between the United States of America and the South Island of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Bringing more migrants to New Zealand. I love it. Yeah, lots of... Yeah, lots of American migrants. Lastly, getting um, just just abseiling down the side of a museum exhibition with an angle grinder. Yeah, not museums need to be respectful places. Mm. Yeah, um, and abseiling and making noise with an angle grinder is very rude, <laughs> especially for the um, for the particular subject in question. Yeah, what a dick! Come on, what an asshole! What a total Twelve dick of move. them though. Twelve of them. People. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he was part of he was part of a team. One <laughs> 12, team. Twelve grinders. Oh, okay. <laughs> Twelve yeah. grinders got to ground on. Nice. <laughs> they use the grinder app to find each other. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Cool. Mine have a theme. Let's see if you can guess them. Okay. Hot or not? Ferraris. <laughs> Hot. Hot or not? Toyota Corollas. Hot. Oh, okay, sure. Hot or not? Really big boats. Oh, I she know. makes a really big boat, ladies and gentlemen. She's almost a, walking, a sh- almost a ship. Contradiction. Almost a ship. Ferraris no, and big boats. We have a guest next week. We haven't had a guest in ages. We do. Um, he also happens to live in this office with us, which is quite <laughs> funny. But next week, yes, indeed, Maddie, that's right, is the end of year Iron Duke Bonanza, which means an appearance. From the Iron Duke. Phil O'Reilly. Himself. Huge, massive. Literally six foot five. Um, I'm honest, I'm looking forward to doing a year in review because this has been a wild, a bloody year. year. Review. Yeah, it I has. totally agree. Well, listeners, text us. You've heard the cell phone number already this episode. Tell us, where's the 6.5% coming out of your weekly expenditure? And until then, we'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.